I'm Daniel Vispicki. I'm Dave Zuliger. And this is Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Church's South Campus in Lakeville, Minnesota. Are you interested in learning more? Go to Bethlehem.church forward slash location forward slash south dash campus. Dave, today we have two staff members at South Campus that are uh, always busy on a Sunday and sometimes not seen how busy they are. Steve Rindy and Ethan Bruno, thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having us. So guys, my random question for both of you. I see your social media posts on occasion uh, mentioning or taking pictures of really delicious looking food, whether uh, food prepared at home or food prepared out. My question for you is, when I say to either of you, guys, I want to take my wife out on a date where we're going to get some delicious food. What is the place and the dish that comes immediately to mind? Steve, I'll ask you first. Um, I would say the tamarind pork chop. Tamarind pork chop. What specific? Wow, keep going, keep going. (laughs) At Spoon and Stable. Spoon and Stable. Ooh, is Spoon, that? Is Spoon is and Stable the one that North closed? Loop? No, that's Bell Cool. Oh, uh, or uh, Bachelor Farmer, I think, closed. Bachelor Farmer yeah, closed right. as that's well. Right. So it's so the tamarind, and why the tamarind pork chop at Spoon and Stable? Why? What, Partially it, it um, is so delicious because often when you think of a pork chop, you think of like your grandma's pork chop that's like thin, hard as a rock, but... This is like an inch and a half. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is an inch and a half thick and juicy and just delicious with a nice crust on it. I am. I'm gonna write that one down. All right. <laughs> um, all right, Ethan, your shot. Um, recently, it's been Italian eatery off of Cedar and uh, anything. In the pasta section. Yes. They hand make their pasta there. Fantastic. Yep. Yep. So Every good. day they hand make it all. Where is it in Cedar? Uh, just, just south. It's just, just north. north of Nokomis. Yeah. Off of Cedar. Oh, yeah. Just north of uh, Minnehaha, yeah, Minnehaha Parkway. Minnehaha Parkway, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, some of the best, it's an Italian eatery, some of the best Asian food I've ever had is actually there. They have a couple dishes that are... Uh, uh, have more Asian umami type flavors that are ooh, so good. So good. It's really Can delicious. you describe umami to us? Uh, u- umami is uh, like a salty kind of flavor that uh, is salty. Is that, is that helpful? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, Dave, I'm going to pose this random question to you as well. Anything that you've had recently that's been really delicious? I'm just going to keep it real local. Uh, yeah. We've been loving the bourbon butcher in Farmington. In Farmington, yeah. So that's our, that's our date spot. It's like three minutes away, so we get maximal time away from the kids. Not maximum. <laughs> maximal. Maximal. Okay. Maximal time. And uh, I, I've been loving uh, their, their salmon, and Kelly's been loving their ribs. Mm, salmon and ribs. It's good. Well, brothers... We have you on today just to kind of talk about uh, both what your lives kind of are like, uh, not, not in general, like uh, what's, what's life like uh, in public, but like, like uh, your, your jobs here at Bethlehem, how you guys are doing, what you guys do, 
because I don't think a lot of people just know all the stuff that goes into behind the scenes at Bethlehem South um, week to week, and just maybe as well what's going on in this COVID season, how things change. So uh, why don't we just pose the question, just what does a Sunday morning look like? What time, if you're on for a Sunday morning, so I think Ethan, you're on most Sundays, Steve, um, either you or one of the guys that works with you is on a Sunday. On a Sunday morning, like when do you show up? What do you do? Uh, when do you leave? So, Steve, what when do you what, uh, show up on a Sunday? You, what are your titles? Oh, what are your titles? Yeah, yeah. What do you do? Yeah, what are your titles? Steve is Ninja Master for Facilities. <laughs> also known as Coordinator for Facilities. Oh, okay. Um, typical Sunday currently would be to arrive about 7.30, unlock the doors, turn on the lights, um, and really just make sure that everything is open and ready that's going to be used. Um, During this COVID season, when we started planning initially, we were thinking about two services. So it would have been much busier for the facilities guy on a Sunday with that because we'd have to disinfect between services. Um, But now with one service, that's kind of pushed back till Monday morning because there's no urgent need to disinfect right away. Um, But that would have involved disinfecting all the commonly touched surfaces, the door handles, um, all of the chairs that we currently have set up in the commons and all the armrests in the sanctuary and also items in the bathroom. But um, so right now, as it stands, it's pretty laid back for a facilities guy on Sunday. It's really opening up. And with the service ending earlier at 1030-ish now, we're typically out of here by shortly after 11. Really just kind of waiting for most people to clear out and lock up. Um, Are you last man out typically? Typically, unless there's a pastor hanging out for some reason. Um but we'll still lock all of the doors because you can get out. Um, you just wouldn't be able to get back in. Yeah. yeah. So what about for you, Ethan? What time do you show up on a Sunday? What do you do on your typical Sunday when are you out? Yeah, that usually depends. Oh, what's your title? Uh, Master yeah. Ninja for audio uh, visual? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great um, title, though. Yeah. Uh, coordinator for media ministries, uh, but specifically uh, production systems and uh the South Campus here. Um, so normally show up time for me depends on when the worship team gets in to start rehearsing. So it's usually about a half an hour before that. So I get have a chance to get out some microphones and equipment and turn everything on that needs to be on and just make sure everything works. Um, so once they show up, it's usually a bad time to find out that things are, aren't working well. And then delay their rehearsal time so <laughs> of course that's never probably happened. chuck's favorite chuck if you're listening those are probably your most precious <laughs> moments yeah so uh yeah get in turn everything on um and then rehearsal starts and we run through rehearsal usually our whole crew is there by then we have an awesome team of volunteers um that come in and run slides switch video run cameras run audio Um, and so we all usually show up by the start of rehearsal or a little bit later if it's mainly audio is the more important role for right then Um, yeah and we go through rehearsal and then there's a little break in between rehearsal and the service and then 
work our way through the service, and then afterwards do some cleanup of just the more expensive equipment around, um, lock that stuff away, and and then clean up the rest of it on Monday or Tuesday. So you guys come back in for a final cleanup, et cetera, for both your roles uh, on a later date. Um, how many people might be doing facilities on a Sunday morning, Steve? Is it typically just one? Typically just one. Um, and he'll give his number to whoever's working at the info desk just in case there is some sort of emergency, whether, you know, someone throws up or something spilled, coffee spilled in the sanctuary. Is coffee ever spilled in the sanctuary? No, never. Yet? I've never received a call and a text from any pastoral staff about a coffee spill in the sanctuary. Okay. Where maybe their daughter accidentally kicked a, uh, a caribou mug or something like that recently. Yeah. That's never happened. Nothing before. like that. Okay. Never. All right. This is oddly specific, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> What about for you, Ethan? How many volunteers are with you on a Sunday morning? Um, if at all possible now. It used to be three. Yeah. Um, now it's five, uh, just because we're live streaming. Um, so you got camera operators. Yep, we've got camera operators now, um, which uh, smoothed out the process a lot. It used to be that the person switching video, deciding what video sources went where, was also controlling all of the cameras. Um, and it's just mind overload to try and do that now yeah. so we split off those roles um, so if possible five per Sunday and we rotate every three weeks so as much as possible two weeks off one week on you got enough volunteers presently we're getting there yeah we're actually we're actually kind of flowing right at that mark but okay. we're always happy to bring more people in okay. um, talk to me about during the week Steve what, what might a typical weekday look like for your role around here <laughs> yeah so pre-covid it was much um, different with so many events going on during the week so a typical monday would be cleaning up after sunday um, taking out all of the trash um, cleaning out the sanctuary sweeping vacuuming um, and then getting set up for any weekly events or just kind of one-off events that are happening that week that week so um, tearing down a classroom setting it up for that specific event going on um, and then taking it down afterwards and um, and then with when we had Wednesday connection indoors um, getting all of the classrooms taken down in the commons getting it set up with all the tables for eating on Wednesday um, so it was a lot more um, set up, tear down. And now in this COVID season, it's more of disinfecting. Um, uh, Lori Schindler, um, who many people know around here, she comes in a couple times a week and does a lot of cleaning as well, um, which is great. Um, but yeah, now it's a lot of disinfecting. And because there aren't as many events going on, it's um, doing other sorts of projects like cleaning out storage closets, rearranging, um, you know, mopping the gym, doing things that take longer periods of time that often wouldn't be able to um, be gotten to when a lot of events are going on. Okay. Anything else happen in the gym during a given weekday? Uh, hmm, I don't know. Well, maybe a couple games of horse every now and then. Um, with with uh, Dave here? Yeah. Okay, do you ever beat Dave? Um, not as often as I would like, um, 
as pre- maybe five times um, throughout the entire time we've been playing. So okay, okay. Yeah, and usually I have a buffer um, so I can get a couple letters on him. Um, okay. But when when he's not here, that's not um, like a that's not like a handicap. He doesn't like start you with. A... No, he doesn't start me with a handicap. There's just somebody who's usually between us, oh, um, so okay. I can get a couple letters on him before that person gets knocked out. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. Throwing him under the bus. No names mentioned. No names mentioned. No names mentioned. Ethan, what about for you? What is a typical, give give me a sense of what might take place on a given weekday for you. Yeah, so most of the, most of the, during the week prep is still revolving around Sunday services. Um, We're meeting with um, people from, the worship department on each campus to make sure we have stage layouts so we know where they're going to be, um, what instruments they're going to be using, what songs they're going to be singing so we can familiarize ourselves with those. Um, just gathering all that info um, and then spending time prepping for the service. Um, and then also if there's any other uh, random events in there that come up, uh, weddings, funerals, you know, all sorts of different stuff. Um, then we jump in on those as well and gather as much info as we can and and figure out what's needed from an AV perspective. Um, so it's mostly Sunday service oriented um, and rehearsals in there as well. So, so uh, sometimes we can think of well, pastoral work is this this holy work. We're fulfilling the mission of the church and. Um, but I know both of you guys are really intentional. You work at a church for a certain reason. Uh, you love the vision of the church. So maybe help those people who are, who are listening uh, into your own hearts as to how do you view yourself as carrying out the, the mission of Bethlehem as you're doing your work? Yeah, I, from a facility perspective, um, it's a big part is just stewarding the church's resources well. Um, so whether that's changing the temperature throughout the building during the week, um, you know, making sure lights are off, um, that sort of thing. Um, just knowing, um, just with people's give that we are living on, um, our congregations giving. Mm -hmm. Um, so really trying to steward that well. And also, um, when it comes to just cleaning the church and getting it set up for events, um, really just trying to remove as many barriers um, as possible for people that are coming. Um, so making sure a room is set properly so whoever's leading it doesn't have to worry about um, something not where it should be um, and really focusing on, um, you know, what, whatever they're doing that in that class, teaching. Um, and, yeah, just really, um, yeah, trying to steward and um, just remove barriers for other ministry. That's great. What about you, Ethan? Um, very similar, actually, um, as far as resources go. Um, when we uh, need equipment for live streaming and things like that, we, we uh, you know, try and, try and find the, the things that serve our church's culture and pastor's vision best and uh not waste resources by you know going over the top on the 
technology aspect. Um, but also um, from a personal standpoint, um, I think I'm similar to a worship volunteer. I love to help people in the congregation worship. Mm-hmm. And that's worshipful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I'm uh, mixing at the console or not, it's, it's something that I love to help our body do. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Um, so both of your guys' roles are ones in which, like, if everything's going excellently, kind of invisible. So talk to me about a time where something didn't go well. If and a- anything ever go wrong. Uh, An audio-visual? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, probably the biggest one uh, is, like, three or four years ago um, at uh, a different location <laughs> of, of this church. Um I was running a service and we do video preaching sometimes and this uh, Sunday morning we were and <laughs> and all of a sudden we uh, hit play on it and there's just no audio at all. So everyone is watching this video of Jason Meyer speaking but they just can't hear anything. And we had no idea what was going on, uh, so that was uh, that was a little stressful. So took a, took about five minutes to get back up and running, uh, figuring out how to quickly route audio uh, differently than it was before. And uh, worship pastor got up on stage quick, and they sang a song to buffer some time. But that was a little stressful. Okay. okay. <laughs> what about for you, Steve? Um, well, since the, um, we have baptisms this Sunday and, um, currently the, the tub is leaking a little bit on the bottom. Oh, um, thankfully it's into just a, like a concrete area. So it can't, um, spill over and damage anything else. Um, so since that's on my mind, there was a Sunday, um, where the temperature wasn't quite warm enough, um, for a particular, um, pastor and, um, they made quite the deal about it. I, th- I think it was. It was probably, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it kind of was. I think it was probably the temperature is probably about sixty-eight degrees, but I know he prefers about seventy. So, um, yeah, and, very, you know, very particular. Yeah, with very, his baptisms. Yeah. Very much so. Um, just, we'll just say that that particular pastor had been forewarned by another pastor, who had actually put his hand in the water that Sunday. That it was pretty cold. That that other pastor would want to prepare themselves better for it. Sure. Uh, that, that particular pastor did not check the temperature of the water, so it was going to take a moment went more of a shock. So, so like, you know, with baptisms in prior centuries in the river, you know, you're probably expecting it to be cold, but when you're coming into, a, you know, a big, nice tub in, in the sanctuary. First world problems, Steve. Yeah. Yep. First world problems. <laughs> good, good. Brothers, thanks for serving the church in this way. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having us.